You're listening to Under a Pile of Books, and in this episode, I sit down with Caitlin G. from Realms of My Mind, one of my favorite review blogs. Caitlin and I talk about a whole bunch of stuff from ARCs to the book community to video games. We have a phenomenal time. I think you're really going to enjoy this episode. And you know what? As it happens, this is officially the 50th episode of Under a Pile of Books. So a special thank you to all of you listeners out there, your willingness to stick with me. I never imagined that this would kind of take off and I'd end up at 50 episodes uh, so quickly. I'm really having a great time with it, and that's all down to you. So thanks so much, and enjoy this interview with Caitlin G. Hey, everyone. I'm here with Caitlin G., uh, from the blog Realms of My Mind. And uh, Realms of My Mind is a blog that I've followed for a while. I really enjoy uh, all that Caitlin brings. So it's uh, awesome to get the chance to talk with her uh, on the podcast here now. So welcome, Caitlin. Welcome. Thanks for having me, Calvin. Yeah, absolutely. Um, thank you for taking the time to kind of hang out with me for a few minutes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I will never turn down the opportunity to talk about books. absolutely oh my goodness i love it so much so uh, well with that in mind uh you know i'm i'm curious to know i always like finding out from folks what kind of got you into reviewing and blogging uh in the first place honestly i needed an outlet to kind of express my love for reading you know i have friends but i don't have the ones that read a lot of fantasy and sci-fi so you know yeah I would finish a book and I would run out to my roommate and be like, oh my God, did I just finished this most amazing book. I have to tell you all about it. And she would kind of smile and nod politely. And I'm just like, you don't have the same enthusiasm. So <laughs> I needed a place where I could A, just vent into the void and express myself uh, and then find people who actually want to, you know, flail back and uh, be just as excited. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, uh, you know, probably for me, one of the best things about the the book community that I've kind of become involved with online is, is the fact that I have found a whole lot of folks who I can kind of uh, squee with about the books that I love. So yes, and the ones who understand that, you know, the TBR is always going to get longer and longer no much how you complain about it. And yet that's the joy of it. <laughs> yeah, right. It's it's a blessing and a curse at the same time. You know, I mean, it's just awesome. Yes. Um, so and and you're right it never uh, as as I think anyone who has listened to uh, this podcast or who's uh, you know checks in on book bloggers and stuff uh, regularly knows very well that the TBR never gets shorter somehow no matter how many you read in a given year it never actually gets shorter it so. never does it's an amazing form of math that you know you read seven <laughs> I read 70 books last year and I think my TBR doubled so yep that's that's about what it uh what it does so it somehow it just multiplies which which is a whole other thing right because um i know that uh, some of my um sort of my my meat space uh friends and whatnot have said things to me in the past like uh you know oh you know, how do you find the books to read? Or do you really, do you really, you know, are there that many good books out there? I don't know if, you know, I've read all the good books or whatever, you know, and it's like, uh, no, like, seriously, (laughs) there are more good books than I have a chance of getting to. So. Oh my God. Every time I wander into a Barnes and Noble, it's just agony staring at all the things I want to read immediately. And, you know, because I only have one pair of eyeballs, cannot. (laughs) 
Yep. Yep. Oh, absolutely. Um, so, so going along with that, what's, what's your favorite part of being a book blogger and, and reviewer? Is it, is it just the kind of the camaraderie that comes from the community or is it? Yeah. There I mean, else? definitely the camaraderie again, it's been great finding, you know, you and Lisa way too fantasy and Jason oh, Aycock yeah, yeah. and, you know, all these people, Patrick Leo, uh, who are just all excited about the same things. And it's, you know, it's, it's good to know that whenever I hear book news that I'm excited about, I immediately know who I can come to, to talk about it with. Uh, so yeah, I like that. And I, you know what? I like getting the arcs. I have to admit mm-hmm. it. I like getting the sneak peek at things and kind of being early on being like, oh my God, this is amazing. I must tell everyone. Yeah. Yeah. The arcs are definitely cool. Again, it, you, you kind of get to be in like the cool kids club, like, oh, you know, like I've, I've read this and it's really good and you're going to love it, you know, in, in two months when it comes out. Yes, uh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, the number of times I found a few friends recently who do actually read sci-fi fantasy and, you know, like, oh, what are you reading? And, you know, I'll say something like the unspoken name. And they're like, I haven't heard of that. I'm like, you will in February. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, that's Sometimes I actually have to, um, like, stop myself and, like, go, wait, is that is that out yet? Uh, right. I was actually uh, talking to someone over the... Um, the holidays back over like Christmas and New Year's and whatnot. And I was mentioning some books that I've been enjoying. And I think out of like the four or five that I mentioned, like two or three of them were, were arcs that I'd read and that oh, no. weren't out yet. And I was like, oh, wait, no, you can't read that until January. You can't read that until February. But when they come out, you should really read them. Right. <laughs> so, uh, but it, but it is cool. It is cool to kind of, you know, get that, get that heads up or whatnot. So, Definitely. And, I, and I don't know about you, but, uh, the the publishers that I've had the opportunity to interact with, or or I should say rather the the folks representing the publishers that I've had uh, an opportunity to interact with have all been really really great. Oh um, yeah, just phenomenal definitely. people. So very cool. Um, so maybe maybe on the little bit on the other side of of arcs, uh, you have a feature on your blog uh, called the Great Series Read Project. Yes. Uh, which I love. Uh, so what what led you to to start this this project and how has it gone for you? Uh, it was something I started a year ago when I was kind of taking stock of my shelves and the many, many, many books that either I've bought and I haven't read the series yet or I read book one and then I hadn't read book two in part because I forgot what happened in book one and it was just, you know, it's series that I definitely mean to continue reading and just hadn't yet. So I kind of started this project as a way to kind of focus myself by putting a list together being like, these are the series I want to read and we're just going to go through them one by one and get them done. Um, So the kind of the goal is to read, you know, every month one book from the series until the series is done. Uh, it's been a little hit or miss, uh, but another thing that it's been great about doing is it's kind of given myself permission to go back and like, you know what, I'm going to reread book one because I honestly can't remember what happened. I remember loving it. Mm, yeah, yeah. I don't remember the big plot points. Um, and as somebody who likes to check things off of lists, rereads are always hard for me because I'm always like, I can read something new. Why go back? Um, so this was kind of a little way to kind of mentally give myself permission you know it's okay go back reread and then you can read the rest of the series yeah yeah that's that's cool and and i'm the same way like whenever it comes to rereading stuff i've i've 
got a pretty good memory for plot points and stuff, but there are, there are a few books where I might have read or a few series where I might have read the first book or or even maybe the first two books in a series like a decade ago or something. Right. And, you know, I'm like, oh, man, like I want to finish the series now, but giving yourself that permission to, you know, whenever – there's a new arc sitting there that's all shiny that you could be reading or there's you know there's a book that just came out and you hadn't gotten to yet and you really want to read you know there are all these other things you could be reading and rereading something for me is kind of hard which is new since i've gotten into uh reviewing and and uh podcasting and all of that because prior to that two three years ago uh, I'd reread series like all the time. I had series mm-hmm. that I would read like once a year, reread uh, different series. And now uh, I'm like, I don't have time for that. <laughs> yeah. You know, and growing up as a kid, I definitely, you know, there were the same thing as you series. I would read over and over books that I would read multiple times. And I think, you know, as I kind of got further and further into sci-fi fantasy and kind of opened up to see how many things there are to read in this world it just became harder and harder to be like i'm gonna read something i've already read and it's going to be okay the world's not going to end yeah that's right the world (laughs) is not gonna end if i read something (laughs) nope and in fact i will enjoy the second book better because i actually remember who character a b and c are yeah right no that's exactly it that's exactly it because otherwise you're you spend the first third of the book just kind of going wait who were these people again? Who likes who or who's against who or, you know, what? Right. who cursed who and where's yeah, exactly. this other person? They're on an island. Why are they on an island? Yep. Yep. Exactly. Oh, wow. Um, I, I love it. I love it. And so something else that, that I enjoy and, and I actually do more probably replaying of video games than I do mm-hmm. rereading of books. Uh, and you also, talk uh about video games on your blog yes. uh so i'm curious what uh what are you currently playing and and uh what kind of upcoming video game releases are you excited about uh i'm very very close i think to finishing the new star wars game uh, jedi fallen order oh nice uh, yeah so that that has been a lot of fun it's been great you know especially as i've gotten into kind of the end game and have all the force powers unlocked to just kind of be the uh Badass Jedi wielding a lightsaber and sending oh, stormtroopers into oblivion. Uh, so yes, that that's been a lot of fun. I'm really close to finishing that. And then I think you and I, Calvin, are actually uh, going down the same rabbit hole uh, of recent Breath of the Wild purchases. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I I got my Switch for Christmas and immediately got Breath of the Wild because I think that's obligatory, right? You have yeah, to have I, Breath I of the is, Wild yeah. if you have a Switch. Absolutely. Uh, so yes, that has been, uh, an interest. I wasn't sure at first how I was going to react. And yeah, that has been sucking up many hours. Yeah. I, I will fully admit that, uh, time that I had planned to spend reading is now being devoted to, uh, wandering around the wilds as Link. And I, I don't regret it at all. I have no regrets. Yeah. So. And it's great. It's, it's, you know, that, that whole open world system of just like, I can go find the temple or I can just wander around and see what's over that hill. That's nothing bad, right? It'll be yep. fun. Yep. Well, and, and that's really um, Zelda games. For me, I've always liked the the exploration aspects of them, but the mm-hmm. exploration has always been somewhat curtailed, uh, yes. especially in comparison to like a game like Skyrim or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and somehow uh, Breath of the Wild manages to very much capture that 
wide open world like Skyrim, but in somewhat of a more whimsical way, a very yes. Nintendo way. And uh, gosh, I just love it so much. Yeah, so I'm I'm really enjoying that right now. Cool, cool. That's awesome. And any anything on your radar in terms of upcoming releases? Yes. Um, there's a smaller game coming out, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, uh, which is a sequel to Ori and the Blind Forests. It's kind of a side-scroller uh, platformer, kind of like a Metroid game. Okay. Um, and it's got one of the most beautiful soundtracks ever written for video games, in my opinion. Uh, I play it over and over in the background when I'm working. Uh, and it's, uh, something I've been looking forward to for two years and it's finally coming out in March. Uh, so I'm very excited about that. Uh, and then, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. I'm, I'm going all in. I'm doing it. <laughs> yes. I, I finally, for the first time, played it on the original PlayStation, PlayStation 2, PlayStation, the original, uh, a few years ago, a friend lent me their copy. And so it's going to be very interesting going from the pixel sprites to the full-fledged 3D computer graphics of today. Yeah, yeah. I So I, I, I am also really looking forward to Final Fantasy VII Remake and super disappointed that it got uh, pushed back. Um, but it, it's one of those... I, I played the original Final Fantasy VII, uh, you know, like as a, as a teenager or whatever, uh, okay. back on the, the PlayStation, uh, the original PlayStation, and uh, it was, you know, it had like four discs or whatever, right? Like four CDs. Yeah, my and, copy did too. <laughs> yep, yep. And so, you know, and you had to swap discs in and out and everything. And it, but it was just such a, and for the time period, the cutscenes were like amazing. Right. Uh, and and I think because they actually had cutscenes uh, that that looked somewhat like people you know i mean going mm -hmm. back and watching them it's like oh you know okay i was really amazed by this why right. <laughs> uh, but at the time it was just so cool so i just really loved uh the the whole final fantasy 7 thing and uh is just a ton of fun so i'm really looking forward to the remake um and and actually getting it with like modern graphics and a modern combat system so yeah, and, uh, every, I, every trailer they come out with, I just drool a little more. So yeah, like I don't. Did you play uh, Final Fantasy um, 15? Yes, I did. I okay. did. Or the, the boy band in the car. <laughs> yes, the boy band in the car. That's right. That's right. Uh, so for me, I kind of look at that and I, I wonder how much of that feel to the battle system of just like moving all around the the combat field and that kind of thing, or, uh, that kind of action is going to come over. Um, yeah, because it's interesting. I know from some of the trailers, it seems like they're kind of, you can either kind of do a more Final Fantasy 15, like, you know, move everybody, or you can do more of a, like, turn-based system. So it's yep, yep. going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting. And it'll also, I'll be really interested to see how, like, what the community consensus is on the way that it should be played. Right. You know, like, like, should you do the more, the more, you know, turn-based kind of active time, whatever, or should you do the more action? I'm, I'm very interested to see how that kind of goes. If, if nothing so. else, the video game community will have an opinion. <laughs> I guarantee that the video game community will have an opinion. It will probably have multiple opinions that it voices very loudly. Yes. So.
Um, so I'm, I'm super excited about, about that too. And, and, or I, and the will of the wisps, which I had never heard of until now, mm-hmm. uh, looks really kind of fun. So it's really good. If you want to catch up, uh, Ori in the blind forest is, uh, available, I think on all platforms. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to check this out cause I'm very intrigued now. So the, the, to be clear, I don't really need to create a larger video game TBR. Oh, but... no. But again, if I'm going to have a backlog, I'm taking everybody down with That's me. Right. So. That's right. Oh, wow. Um, so uh, not only, of course, video games, but, but back to novels a little bit. What have been some of your favorite uh, recent reads? Uh, I've been having a lot of good uh, backlist reads, actually. I finally, finally, finally read Nevernight, my first uh, Jay Kristoff book, uh, which uh, ever since I joined blogging, people have been throwing at my head left and right. And I finally, as part of the the Great Series Read Project, that is my current uh, goal to get through that trilogy. So I did it and it was amazing. It was, I love a book with a good finale and that one knocked it out of the park. Mm. Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah, and it's, you know, if you are a fan of kind of the assassin school trope, you know, something like Red Sister. Uh, right, sure, sure. It's, it's very much in that vein and, you know, it's familiar but different and just absolutely cutthroat. That's uh, that's awesome. Yeah, I have not read um, any of, um, like, uh, Jay Kristoff's uh, stuff yet. So that yeah. is one that, like, I need to get to, and it's on my plan to get to, and I just haven't gotten there yet. So, <laughs> I, I hear that. So yeah, I read that one. Uh, I just finished Spellslinger, which is another series that I'm uh, oh, starting yeah. to get into. Which, uh, you know, it's not the most complex book, but it's one of those that you sit down on the couch and then realize three hours later you've read half of it. Um, so uh, it was just absolutely mesmerizing. I really enjoyed that. Um, and, and last year I finally got to a memory called empire and loved it. Oh, that is a great book. Yeah. It's just, it's amazing because it's, you know, it's a space opera. It's got politics. It's got a murder mystery. It's doing a lot of interesting things with culture and language. And it's just, uh, it's so good. And it has, it has poetry in it. Yeah. Like I, I like, and sort of interesting like not poetry like tolkien you know writes a a, a you know sort yeah, of poem or whatever right, 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 right you know yeah exactly like it's it's it, like very interesting uh kind of poetic poetic stuff that plays a huge role in the culture and I, like i love stuff like that and i think you had a post recently on uh like linguistics or whatever yes. in in books and uh obviously you mentioned um a memory called empire and that, and uh, you know, I love books as like you, I love books that uh, take into account linguistics and languages and the role that language can play in uh, creating culture. And also just the way that people make meaning uh, out of their lives is, is linked in with, with language and, and the words that we have to describe that meaning. So, and I think a memory called empire just perfectly hits some of those notes without, becoming overly expository yeah and it's like it's one of those those concepts where you know you go on about like oh this book has pays attention to language and linguistics and it's so fascinating and you can feel people kind of tuning out like oh it must be so dry and boring because mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. talking about language or like but also there's a murder mystery and things explode and it's breakneck speed so it's like it's 
hitting all of these things at once and never once is boring. Right. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and there's, there's, you know, plenty of, of kind of um, tongue in cheek moments as well. I mean, there's one uh, character or whatever, like named, uh, you know, whatever number sports you 76 sport utility vehicle or whatever. Oh um, yes. Yes. Right, or six right. helicopter. Yes. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I, you know, it's, it's just, it's awesome. And the sequel comes out, uh, I think August or September of this year. So I'm yes. very excited about that. Yeah. I believe it's a, a desolation called peace. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, with a name like that, I'm just like, I need this. I need this book now. So. Yep. Give it to me. So speak, speaking of books coming up uh, later in the year, do, do you have like a, a most anticipated book of, of 2020? I mean, for the first half, it's definitely going to be Shorefall. Uh, the, sequel oh, yeah. Found, the sequel of Foundry Side. I'm just, I've got the e-arc in my hands. I'm just waiting for it to get to the top of my reading queue. And oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, no, I, I'm right there with you. I'm literally like, it, it really is just waiting. Like, I want to be a little closer to the release date because I know right. I'm going to want to write the review and like get it out there. Like, but it's really tempting to just click read now. Um, and oh yeah, do that. I so. I almost when I when I got the copy through my entire yeah. TBR at the window, I was just like, nope, this is what's happening now. Yep, yep. <laughs> it was it was very tempting. Well, Robert Jackson Bennett is, uh, yeah he's an amazing author. He really, really is. So definitely. And I mean, like, you know, Foundry side, I love with all my heart, but his divine cities trilogy is so different and yet yep. just equally captivating. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, I think what, what he does, uh, particularly in like, uh, uh I think, uh, city of stairs, uh, is like so unique in the world that he's he's crafting and the way that that magic and mythology play an active role but mm-hmm. with, without being kind of your traditional gods goddesses kind of kind of thing going on it's really really cool yeah and just the way it kind of plays with the whole like chicken and egg concept of you yep. know which comes first the god the people who believe in it who who keeps the system going kind of a thing and it's yeah. just it's again it's one of those books that's got magic and explosions and then contemplations on the role of religion and mythology yeah Uh, (laughs) so just so good yeah it's it's awesome it's awesome now you named that as kind of your most anticipated um first half Mm -hmm. uh yeah anything in the the second half of the year jump out to you i mean honestly i think we've hit it already which was you know the the desolation called peace Yeah. yeah yeah absolutely absolutely i'm all of those two are definitely on my list um um, near near the top uh, for, yeah. for me I've, I've probably got in and on the one hand like I hate to do this um, but uh, uh, Rhythm of War or Book 4 in oh, this yes. for me is going to yeah. be a huge one now have you you haven't read Oathbringer yet have you? Have I you? haven't yet and okay. I, I yep. was planning on trying to get to Edge Dancer this month and then the, the TV never night happened is what happened yeah right right um, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no, my, my goal is I'm going to be all caught up before Rhythm of War comes out. So uh, I'm, I'm getting there. I just have those two left. Nice, nice. Yeah. So every year I look uh, at the kind of at my, I keep this whole like Google calendar of uh, mm-hmm. releases and stuff. And every year there are like, 
even even ones that I know I'm going to love, like Shorefall and A Desolation of Peace and, and or A Desolation Called Peace and uh, Rhythm of War. Uh, you know, I know I'm going to love those. And there are there are already like a bunch of those type on the calendar. Oh, leaving yeah. aside ones that maybe are from authors that are new to me or that I'm not as certain on if I'll like them or not, you know, it's more of a risk. Um, in fact, I think just this week, um, a queen in hiding, uh, by oh, yes. I've heard a lot of good things about it and mm-hmm. I want to get to it. I haven't gotten there. I know but. it's, it's, it's never ending. Yeah, it, it's true. It's true. There's, there <laughs> is, the, there is no end to uh, to the wonder that is uh, fantasy. And I, I really do. I, I think fantasy is really cool and really wonderful. And so uh, I, I'm kind of curious, and I ask this question to a lot of folks, authors, bloggers, et cetera, but um, why do you read fantasy? Or, or another way to put it is what makes it stand out as a genre to you? I think it's just... It's a combination of it's the escapism, you know, it's a world so very different from our own often, obviously you can have urban fantasy and things, but, you know, you get into all these other places where it's just like, you know, you're here to have an adventure. It's escapist, you have power, you can change things in a way that you can't change them in the normal world. You know, if, you know, certain characters get angry, they can call lightning from the sky, you know, it's just (laughs) that kind of that kind of emotional release is kind of cathartic to be like, yes, I want to be that person who can, you know, bring down a building when they're upset or can like find that inner peace and channel it in some way. Uh, you know, it's, it's just kind of like nice to be like something to kind of look up to if only, if only. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. No, no, I hear you. I, I mean, what one of us, hasn't wanted at some point to to just tell someone you know these aren't the droids you're looking for right and right and they just they just listen to you mm-hmm. and yeah you know i mean i think i don't know i i think everyone at some level wants to kind of have that that sort of power whatever it is right throwing a yeah. fireball or whatever but exactly i think that's you know part that starts at childhood and to some degree never goes away you know it's always in the back of your head you know if, if only i could do this or if you know I could just release a little bit of this tension if I just X, Y, Z. Yeah. 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 I just do a little bit of magic, you know, mm-hmm. do a little bit of magic. So, well, kind of, kind of going along with this, if you could have dinner with any character from fantasy, speculative fiction, whatever, mm-hmm. um, who would it be and why? I thought about this long and hard and I think <laughs> I came up, you know, cause there's so many options, you know, yep. I, yep. I, thought about a couple and I finally settled on Harry Dresden from the Dresden Files. Oh, interesting. Okay. Because I just feel like it's a very down to earth guy. You know, he has a lot of interesting tales, but like, you know, he's, he's not going to be above it all. You know, he's just, he's a regular guy who just keeps getting caught up in things he doesn't want to be involved in. Um, and I think it'd be fun to hear that. And, you know, I'm, I'm hoping we could play D and D together afterwards. That is (laughs) something his character has done in some of the books. I'm just like, let's, let's have some nice dinner and let's get some friends over and we'll have the Dungeons and Dragons afterwards. You know, I I feel like that's like Harry Dresden is a super like, like, like that's a good pick because you could actually, I think legitimately have like dinner with him and you know uh, play D afterward or say, like you could legitimately do that you know some crazy 
you know, mythological creature being might crash your party eventually. Right, you know. But <laughs> I feel like that's a that's a that's a very practical kind of fun pick. So nice. Yes. Nice. And that that is by far uh I think the most difficult question um that that I ask anyone. So <laughs> yeah. And I think I think it was this podcast where somebody said they wanted to bring uh, Samwise to dinner. Yeah, food, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and they were just, you know, it was just going to be the the consummate, you know, polite guest. And I was like, that is a good answer. That's a very true. good answer. <laughs> true. Yeah, Sam. Sam is definitely um, a, a fine answer. And then, um, who was it? Uh, th- there have been a couple picks for different like Game of Thrones characters. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't trust any of them. I right, exactly. In fact, I think I think um Rob Hayes uh picked like um uh Rob Baratheon and I'm just like, Ooh, like okay, like that'd sure. be fun, but then his wife would kill you. Like yeah. at some point <laughs> or orchestrate your your demise. So, yeah, I don't know. I all, all of those characters make me a little bit nervous to actually like have dinner with. So, very much agreed. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, Caitlin. Well, thank you so much for uh, spending some time with me and, and chatting. It's been a lot of fun. Where where can folks find you and your uh, reviews online? Uh, you can find me at my blog, realmsofmymind.wordpress.com. Uh, I also have an Instagram under the same title, so at Realms of My Mind. Uh, and then at Twitter, you can find me at SC Movie Girl. So S is in Sam, C is in Cat, Movie Girl. Awesome. Well, thank you, Caitlin, so much for uh, for dropping by. Absolutely. Thank you for having me.